Since the dawn of humanity, people have been looking for explanations about things beyond their power of understanding. Thus, demons, gods, ghosts, or other fantastic creatures appeared in their beliefs. The entire planet bears the footsteps of these entities, who have left their mark on the culture and folklore with peoples that have been contacting Pumapunku, Chechen Itza, the pyramids of Egypt, the rooms and tunnels under the Buchech mountains, which are said to have been built by a race of giants, some of them representing the source of stories or legends about space visitors or winged angels who fought in the name of the Lord. Earth has a much deeper prehistory than what we read about in textbooks today. You can read that Pumapunku or Tiwanaku, for example, was built between 500 and 800 AD. Some archeologists have suggested that Pumapunku and Tiwanaku might date back as far as 12,000 years BC, so around 14,000 years ago. Literally, the whole life of ancient cultures was conducted under the direct guidance and participation of the gods. Our ancestors described them as real beings, even though many historians consider them to be just primitive fantasies. The ancestral character that prompted the avoidance of the normal presentation of his important activities was the antediluvian patriarch Enoch. Enoch is not part of the Bible. In the Bible, in the Old Testament, you find maybe just one phrase about Enoch, that's all. But among the apocryphic texts, there are volumes and volumes if you know them. You find the book of Enoch. Enoch is the first person in antiquity who writes in the first person, I did, I hear, I was there. According to the Bible, the first man to be taken in heaven was Enoch, the seventh patriarch after Adam, one of the most enigmatic religious figures mentioned for eternity by the Christian Bible. But not only. The Old Testament briefly presents him in the succession of Adam and forerunner of Noah. Enoch appears in the Hebrew sacred writings, where he is called Hanuk, and for things to be even more complicated, the Quran, the holy book of Islam, includes him among the patriarchs, calling him Edris, which in free translation means the savant. He was taken up to the sky. Up there he meets the highest, the so-called highest in religion, they call it God. He meets the highest, and the highest 
this to his servants, you teach this young man in our language, and then you teach him writing. So he writes books. Of course, he knows all these foreigners by name. He quotes them by name. He knows their profession. He knows which of these extraterrestrials was the astronomer. So Enoch is the only and first person, thousands of years ago, who gives some of the names of the extraterrestrials and gives some of their professions. How is this possible? We have an eyewitness and nobody speaks about it. Apart from the holy texts of the three great religions, antiquity has preserved the book of Enoch, a corpus of apocryphal writings not accepted by the official canons. If in the Hebrew mythology, the seventh patriarch Enoch was the first man to have reached heaven, the same it is said about the seventh Sumerian king, Enmendarana. Sumerian myths claim that Enmendarana was taken to heaven seven times by the gods Shamash and Adad to learn the secrets of heaven and earth. The religious system of Mesopotamia was polytheism which means that they worshipped hundreds of different gods, both male and female, often depicted in human form, having personalities very much like people do. And um, these gods were arranged in a kind of political hierarchy that in many ways mimicked the political systems of Mesopotamia itself. And what this means is that you had the high gods, uh, the heavenly gods, and you also had lesser gods who inhabited Earth and the underworld. Now, according to the Sumerian text, the heavenly gods, the Anunnaki, were the supreme deities, the higher deities. Chinese also keep the memory of ten antediluvian rulers, called the Great Ten. The ancient Egyptians kept lists of deities that reigned before men. Philosopher Plato wrote in the Cretius Dialogue on Atlantis, a powerful kingdom led by ten sons of Poseidon and mortal Cleto. The Arabs also spoke about ten mythic kings who left Babylon and reigned before the flood. Here we meet Idris, a prophet mentioned in the Quran, which the Islamic tradition claims to have been raised to heaven without dying. Although not generally accepted, Idris was identified with the Hebrew Enoch because of the similarities between the two. As a further consideration, if the Jews had the book of Enoch, which was said to have been written by the prophet in Ptolemaic Egypt, there was talk of the Thos book written by the god himself. Occultist Edgar Cayce claimed that Hermes, or Thoth, was an Atlantis engineer who built the pyramids of Egypt. Chapter 33 of the Hittite collection says that Hermes Trismegiddus read in the stars about the coming of the flood, for which he ordered the Giza pyramids to be lifted, hiding treasures, writings of the learned, and all that remained saved from extinction. Also, the learned Ibrahim B. Wasif Sal Akhatib wrote about Egypt and his miracles. 
King Sarad had a dream in which the earth turned back with its inhabitants, terrified. The people fled, stars were falling, and they were hitting some, others making a deafening noise. The 130 of his predictors interpreted his dream, saying that the world would be destroyed by a flood. Sarad decided to build the Great Pyramid, where all Egyptian secret sciences were embedded. Constellations were drawn on them, including science, arithmetic, and geometry. About this King Sarad, Hittat says it was Hermes, whom the Arabs called Idris. Just as in Sarad's legend, chapters 54 and 89 of the Book of Enoch claim that Enoch learned by a vision that the flood would come and decided to build the Great Pyramid of Egypt to protect all the knowledge of mankind. All over the world, we have giant statues and, and carvings of people's faces and heads. In all of these places, the locals are saying, yes, these are our ancestors, these are the people who came before us. The more we uncover, it will all point in one direction. We are not the first, and we never have been. An extraterrestrial pre-civilization existed before our recorded history. And this truth will be revealed within our lifetime. Nobody has been able to explain the interior design of this pyramid. It simply doesn't make sense according to our logic. We've had every university, archaeologists, anthropologists, every engineer you can think of, nobody has been able to explain the purpose of the shafts. Viewed from the perspective of a modern man, the material evidence of those beliefs seems at least as bizarre given the level of technological development we have reached today. We can associate all those ancient sources with the more recent UFO phenomena. But if all those ancient or medieval proofs talk about aliens or not, we'll let you decide. The Sumerians became the first civilization to determine the accurate length of a year. And they possessed an advanced understanding of astronomy, mathematics, and language. Their understanding of time gives a detailed perspective to the ancient writings referred to as the King's List. The original Anunnaki supreme rulers began the chronicle of rule after a great flood and are said to have descended from the heavens in a kingship. According to the ancient writings, the Anunnaki have been on Earth for more than 430,000 years before the discovery of any evidence of recorded history. It is hard to imagine this amount of missing time from the limited experience in our history, as it is 6,000 years in total from Mesopotamia up to date. In recent years, the theory that humanity has been visited by aliens has received more and more followers. Several ancient writings, which speak of beings that came from heaven, seem to support this hypothesis. Among these supposedly extraterrestrial beings are Anunnaki, the deity worshipped by the Sumerians.
is believed to be a group of deities in several ancient Mesopotamian cultures, such as the Babylonian, Sumerian, Assyrian, and Akkadian. The name Anunnaki is a derivative of the names Heaven, Anu, and Earth, Ki. However, some groups translate them as princely offspring, or those of royal blood. The Sumerian legends and the ancient texts use the word Anunnaki to refer to a group of gods who came from heaven. They were considered as the main gods of the Sumerian pantheon. The Sumerians worshipped these gods long before the great pantheon of ancient Greece and before the ancient Egyptian gods. The Anunnaki descended from Anne, the supreme being that reigned all over the Sumerian gods. The Babylonian myths of creation say there were 300 Anunnaki who kept the heavens and 300 others who guarded the underworld. These deities were so important that they were also mentioned in the Epic of Gilgamesh. The development of Sumerian civilization occurred in the Persian Gulf while growing to strength over time. The plain of the land of Shinar is the territory that was renamed to Babylon after 2000 BC. These people lived in the Middle East on the territory we know as Iran and Iraq today. The Greeks gave it the name Mesopotamia, and which was commonly referred to as the land between two rivers. Most of this region lies in the modern state of Iraq. The tendency to make old gods into real people is not at all new, even though it may seem novel that the ancient gods later became aliens. It is a tendency mostly known as Evemarism, which claims that the gods of various cultures were, in reality, assorted heroes, warriors, kings, and queens whose lives were turned into fairy tales. stories about Anunnaki. It is believed that they originated from another planet to civilize mankind. But is this true? Or is it just an erroneous interpretation of myths thousands of years old? The ancient astronaut theory suggests that aliens visited planet Earth in the very distant past and modified primitive man genetically, resulting in the modern human race we see today. This theory was dragged into the mainstream by the book Chariot of the Gods, written by Eric von Daniken. He cited several ancient megalithic ruins, such as the Stonehenge, Nazca Lines, and Pyramids of Giza, as being of extraterrestrial influence or origin. In addition, the ancient astronaut theory expresses serious doubts relating to evolution and its role in the development of human beings. According to these theories, aliens modified the DNA of mankind, possibly mixing in with some of their own. This somehow explains the missing link in our current timeline, and why we evolved from primitive to thinking man. The translations of Sumerian mythological writings in Zechariah Sitchin's book 
give more information about the planet of Nibiru, Planet X. The Anunnaki are sometimes depicted or described as reptilian and are said to have genetically engineered mankind by copulating with Earth females. According to Sitchin's book, it is believed that their main intention was to create a slave race in humans. Anunnaki descended from An, the superior being that reigned over all the Sumerian gods. According to Sumerian mythology, An was referred to as the god of heaven, the sky god, the king of gods, and lord of constellations. An dwelt in the highest regions of heaven and had the power to judge those who had committed crimes. He was depicted as a jackal in art, and the stars were created as soldiers to destroy the wicked. An was the oldest god in the Sumerian pantheon, and he was called Anu by the rulers of Mesopotamia and the Akkadians. Enki was a deity in Sumerian mythology that was later referred to by the Babylonian mythology as A. Enki was the deity of water, creation, intelligence, and the lord of the Apsu. The name A was written using two signs which signified house and water. Enki was the sole keeper of the holy powers, known as Me, and was considered a god of life and replenishment. In art, he was often designated by the streams of water that would flow down from his shoulders. Most shrines and temples were built in his honor at places such as Babylon, Nineveh, Gursu, and Nippur. Enlil was the chief deity in the Babylonian religion and served as the god of wind or the sky between the heaven and earth. Enlil was banished from Dilma, home of the gods when he was a young god. He was sent to the underworld, Kur, after assaulting a young girl, and was allowed to return to Dilma after fathering three more underworld deities. Enlil is mostly associated with the ancient city of Nippur, and had a chief temple known as Ekor, which signifies House of the Mountain. The titles and attributes of Enlil were transferred to Marduk, following the political rise of Babylon as a great empire. This forced Nippur to yield its prerogatives to the city that was presided by Marduk, the Babylonian god. According to the interpretation of Sumerian cosmology by Sitchin, Nibiru is a hypothetical planet that follows a long and elliptical orbit that reaches the inner solar system after every 3,600 years. It catastrophically collided with another hypothetical planet called Tiamat between Mars and Jupiter.
The collision is said to have led to the formation of planet Earth, the comets, and the asteroid belt. Although Tiamat was outlined as a goddess in the Enuma Elish, Sitchin gave a different opinion that Tiamat may be what we all refer to as Earth. This is explained further that Tiamat split in two after being struck by one of the moons of the planet Nibiru. This scenario has been disputed scientifically, despite the little evidence provided and mythological aspects of the theory. Sitchin supporters hold on to the fact that the split explains the peculiar early geography of Earth because of cleaving from the celestial collision, such as a giant ocean on one side and solid contents on the other side. It also explains the reason why the Earth is layered in sediments. Sitchin further describes that Nibiru used to be home of Anunnaki, which was a human-like extraterrestrial race with technological advancements called Nephilim in the Bible. descriptions of other worldly beings that descended upon the earth thousands of years ago. Others believe that the ancient Anunnaki are part of a creation myth embraced by ancient cultures like the Babylonian, Sumerian, Assyrian, and Akkadian. The Agigi are said to be the ancient astronaut gods of the younger generations even before the alleged creation of mankind by the ancient Anunnaki. They were the servants to the mighty Anunnaki, whose mission on Earth was to mine gold. Sitchin's supporters claim that he is one of the few individuals who have read the Sumerian language, and that he must be interpreting the data accurately, since he understands their way of communication. However, the assertion that Sitchin may be one of the few scholars of Sumerian is not true, and is just a specious argument. There are different views annotating the Anunnaki creation myth. Some claim it is a great evidence that supports creationism, while others provide negative views of this myth. People who are against the Anunnaki regime view them like a malevolent race that wanted to enslave mankind. Most scenarios of their ancient past have been linked to different stories in the Bible without any supportive evidence of the connection. Sitchin maintains his perspective that Anunnaki engineered the Homo sapiens genetically by combining the extraterrestrial genes with that of humans. The human race was meant to be slave creatures that would be forced to work on the gold mines. This might explain why human beings evolved from primitive to thinking man, and why we are missing the huge link in our current timeline.
man who will start a world war goes by many names. Lucifer, Mephistopheles, Beelzebub. He has corrupted souls, 